everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about relationships, specifically relationships with a significant other. So you may be thinking, Amy, I don't have a significant other. Don't worry, these things, this podcast is still going to be super relevant for you, uh, to you. And even if you are smooth sailing with your relationship right now, it's going to, it's still going to be, going to be helpful. And especially if things are rocky as happens in every relationship, this is going to be extremely helpful. And it doesn't just apply to significant others. It's going to be helpful for close friends, um, adult children. Sometimes that, you know, I say adult children because the things I'm going to be going to, going through really take both people kind of working on it together. So as a, you know, little kids are obviously different. Um, but an adult child that is an adult, they have their own mind, they have their own things. So, um, and these are definitely going to be helpful. So let's get into it. Oh, before we get into that, if you have been enjoying this podcast, I would love if you can leave me a review, tell me what you think, comments, put the subscribe, all those things so that I can continue bringing this podcast to you and giving you all the happiness and health and all the things in between. All right. So before we go into that, I want to talk about my relationship with my husband. Um, You may or may not know the situation there, I guess is the best way to say it. So for those that are not aware of it, my husband and I have been together for 23 years. Uh, I know that shocks a lot of people because I am only 37. So you're like, what? What's that math? <laughs> I promised you it, it checks out. My husband and I have been together for, since we were 13. Uh, we've been married. I want to say I should really look this up. <laughs> And I will explain why I have no idea what the actual thing is. I want to say like 10, 11 years, whatever, something around there. We didn't have a wedding. We just did sign the paper, done, made it official like that. And the so our wedding date has never been important to us, clearly, because I don't even know what the hell it is. And the date, the date of our first date, uh, it was, has always been what we, has used as our gauge and which is very important to us because that was the moment that we really started our life together. We went on that first date and we have literally been inseparable since, uh, we talked every day. Like there, I can't even remember the last time I went a day without talking to my husband, whether it was email, text, chat, talking, FaceTime, all the things, um, when we're traveling and stuff. So, and of course, obviously we see each other a ton. Uh, so we've also known each other since we were nine. Um, we went to elementary school together. We were in the same clique, like, you know, there's little cliques in, in school. So we have literally been friends for a long time and have known each other a very, very long time. Uh, we've also built several businesses together. We've moved. I can't even tell you how many times I, I seriously need to count this up, but we are, we have never lived in a house or an apartment for more than three years. And we moved in together when we were 21. So do <laughs> you can imagine how many, many places we've seen. We've moved, we've lived in three different states together. We do not have any children yet, but we have two fur babies that are just our pride and joy. I love those little babies. Uh, but I say all that to tell you that when I, when people, cause people are always like, oh, like hashtag relationship goals and like power couple, blah, blah, blah about us. And I, I tell people it's the same, all the principles about like 
that work for your health and work for your wellness and work for your businesses. It's the same thing with relationships. It's, it's, I don't mean like the principles are the same. I said that wrong. I mean like the, the same attitude and focus that you do to move those forward is the same thing you do to move your relationship forward and make it grow, right? And so I just want you to hear that my background with relationships because uh, I want you to understand that Ray and I have gotten to this point that, you know, the day I'm shooting this podcast, that we still very much love each other. We are very much like we are each other's best friends and we are very good business partners and we we work because we work on the relationship, but it has become at like the certain, the things I'm going to talk about are the, the, the things to keep doing so that we can keep growing, right? To keep moving forward. Because I think how a lot of us were taught and how we think of it, uh, I think of relationships is like, okay, once you get with a person, it's kind of like, that's it, right? Like, oh, I found, you did all this dating and all this stuff. And then you find your person, you get married, or even if you're not married, you're in a long-term or serious relationship. And it's like, we almost stop pushing forward to continue growing. And if you think about it, nothing else in our life do we, we do that with and expect to see growth, right? Or, or expect it to keep to keep blossoming, right? Like, let's say you started a business and you kept doing the same exact things every year in, year out, year out, year in, year out. Yeah, that's how you say that. Year in, year out, without like actually um, implementing new strategies or making things fresh and new. It was just the same. Of course, of course, because I know some of you are going to be like, yeah, I've been doing that for a long time and it's working. I get it. There's obviously certain things that just work. Same thing for relationships. But there's also a lot of things that need to be refreshed and renewed and new takes on it and where, like, where are we at now so we can see where we're going. All those things that work in business work in relationships. Same thing for your health and fitness, right? Like this, the thing that you were able to do five, 10 years ago that was moving you forward may not be the same thing you need to do now. And when we think of our relationships like that on like, what can I do to, to continue growing it and moving it forward? That's when it blossoms. And that's when you, you, you can see all the issues and kind of uh, iron them out before they hit or work on them when they do hit. Right. Uh, so it's, it's the same thing with all those aspects. And it's why one of the, the modules and pillars in my happiness course is relationships. We do a whole week on that with videos and workbooks and all that stuff, because this is such a big piece of people's lives. Right. But it's one of those things, like I said, that's just like, oh, okay, we don't have to, we don't have to work on it, but like anything else, you're either going backwards or you're going forwards. There's not, it's almost impossible to stay in one place with anything. Uh, and relationships are no different. So Today on this podcast, I want to focus on three things that I think are very important to help with your relationships. And like I said, specifically your significant other. So first one is going through and sitting down and having a conversation on your rules and expectations for each other. So if you've done my happiness program, you this is going to be a good refresher for you. And I say a good refresher because I am one of those people that am a huge proponent of hearing things over and over and over again because you're going to get different things out of it. You're going to you're going to hear it differently at certain points in your life. There's going to be something that I said that uh, you missed the first time and now when you hear it you're like oh that's what she meant or it just hits different right because now your your headspace is different your your you know everything something could be different right even if it's the tiniest little thing that you may not even realize you're gonna hear it and be like boom that was it so 
And if you're not in my happiness course, this is going to be good for you to hear. Um, and I've talked about rules and expectations on uh, one or like expectations on one podcast before. But again, I'm doing this specifically for relationships. So what I mean by that is that when you get with your significant other, right, like it doesn't matter if you're married, whatever, like when you start getting with somebody um, and this is like this is my person, I want to stay with them for an extended amount of time. Most people want forever, but we'll just say extended amount of time, right? So what happens is you are bringing your stuff to that relationship and they're bringing their stuff. What I mean by that is like, I'm just going to go female, male for just for the purposes to make it easier. So female like me, you know, I grew up with my parents together and all the things that I saw with that, right? And then I, you watch movies, you see, you read books, you see other people's relationships, you go to your friend's house. And this goes, I guess I shouldn't say male if this happens to everybody. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was, I was going in a different train of thought, but this, this stick with me here, right? So each person has seen all this, right? You see your friends and your family, you see, you see good relationships, bad relationships, TV relationships, book relationships. All the things and without even knowing, or maybe you do know, you start creating rules and expectations of your marriage or what your relationship you want and don't want from it. So for example, if your parents were super like loving and they, you never saw them fight and I'm not saying they didn't fight, but you never actually saw them argue. Uh, they were, you did things as a family. Maybe your mom was a stay at home mom and all that you, that comes with that. Like she, your father went to work and he did, um, he, you know, he left at nine. He was home at, at five every single day. Your mom had a home cooked meals on the, the, um, on the table every day at six and you guys did all these like you know what I mean you from that gleam like okay I like this I don't like this so maybe you are the female in that relationship I mean that like those are your parents right and you're female so maybe you could go a million different ways but for purposes of my example let's say you were somebody that's so you're like I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom I don't want to follow in my mom's footsteps and do that I don't want to stay home and work I want to I want to have a career blah blah, blah. so you maybe have resentment even if it's not I don't mean resentment towards your mom it could just mean resentment towards the the picture of that you know stay-at-home mom dad works right you're like I don't want to do that so you go into your relationship with that right then let's say your husband or your boyfriend or whatever, he has the same exact situation. I know that's very rare that that actually happens, but this will be important for my point. So let's say he has the same exact thing. He had loving parents, never saw them, blah, 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 blah. And he loved that his mom stayed home. He loved that, right? Uh, and he's just, he's like, I love that I was able to, every time my mom picked me up from school, she dropped me off. I came home. She gave me snacks. He was just totally into it. And I know this is so like, if you're shaking your head, like, oh my gosh, Amy, they're taking us back to the fifties. Listen, I get it. Listen to, for, I'm just doing this for example. So now you are in a relationship, right? And you guys start talking about your families and you're like, oh, we both have stay-at-home moms. We both had uh, uh, dads that went off to work and we both had moms that were there to give us snacks and blah, blah, blah. You may or may not actually discuss how each of you feels about that. So when you get into a marriage and it's now you are wanting to, you're, you're not wanting, maybe you have a career and maybe when you have kids, your husband's like, oh, when we have kids, 
she's going to be a stay-at-home mom because she had one at home. And she, we talked about how that was cool that her mom was there. But we never really talk about how you have, you. even though it was great that your mom was there, that's not what you wanted for your life, right? So when you have kids, now it's like there's this this butting of heads because he's like, I thought you were going to be a stay-at-home mom. And you're like, why the hell did you think that? I never said I was going to be a stay-at-home. I have a career. What do you think I do all this work for? Right? Trouble ensues. So that was why I did that whole example. Now that is just one instance. And that was when it was the same instance on both sides. Can you imagine all the things that you're picking up that you're taking, you're like, I want to take this into my relationship. I don't want to do that. I want to be this kind of mom. I want him to be that kind of dad. I want to be that kind of this. I want to be this, blah, blah, blah. All these things, this kind of, I want my, you know, my, my dad always did the laundry because it was the one thing he did. And I'm, I'm not saying my dad, I'm saying as an example, my father did not do the laundry. So it was, but just think of like all these things like, oh, my mom always took out the garbage because it was like, she could just, her, she, my husband, my, my father was doing the laundry and then my mom would, that was the garbage because she just liked to be able to hose down the garbage can after and my dad wasn't going to do it. So you have all these little nuances that we don't even think about, right? Because when you first start dating with somebody, you're not even, it's all like rainbows and butterflies, right? And then you start like, and of course you're like, oh, it's okay. That's so cute. Like the little thing that's going to drive you crazy 10 years later. You're like, oh, that's so adorable that they do that. <laughs> and then you may never actually go back so that you don't find it adorable. It drives you nuts, <laughs> right? So these, that's what I mean about the rules and expectations. Everybody has them. And I, when I say that, like when I first tell somebody that, they think of it like a bad thing. They're like, I don't have rules. I don't have expectations. I'm like, dude, it's all right. We all have them, right? Like I have my rules and expectations for my husband and I. We, I have always said that I was going to, I went to, I have a master's degree. I've always wanted my own career. I've always wanted to work obviously have my own business and my husband has always been the same thing. He also has always been a super workaholic. So his expectation was that I wasn't going to be somebody that bothered him. Like if he, if he works super late, like I have trust in him that I'm not, like I'm not calling him like, where are you? Where are you? Right. And he also knows on the flip side, I'm the same thing that I'm, even though I'm at home, I'm working from home, I'm doing stuff. So he may call me and I may not pick up. Right. And there's not any like anger or anything around that because we've set the expectation that both of us are incredibly busy and are doing our thing whatever we're doing and now we have our rule of expectation if we need to reach the person we'll call for sure but if a lot of times we don't we're not able to pick up whether we're in a meeting or sometimes we're just in the flow I can't tell you how many times I'm doing something and I see my husband call and I don't pick up not because I don't want to talk to him because I know it's going to disturb what I'm doing and that's something we've talked about and when that happens on either side, what we do is we just send each other a message and then we will say, Hey, call me. And we'll, we'll say if it's like urgent, like say, Hey, call me ASAP or just, Oh, it's just, just calling to catch up on this, but while we can talk about it later or just like, we just let each other know that's an expectation that we've set for both on both sides. Right. So, and that's just one thing, but we created these rules and expectations as things started popping up. Right. Like when we got together and I've talked about this, I know I've talked about this on the, on the podcast before, but it, it's my favorite example because it was, it was such a big deal, but it wasn't a big deal. But those little things that you don't think are big deals end up being big deals. So my husband's mom has always done the laundry. Like 
does laundry like she's still a crazy person about it and i mean that with love so if you're listening to this dana <laughs> i mean that with love 100 percent. that's always been her thing right um and when we got to when my husband and i got together he actually was actually was he did i can't remember it's been so damn long i can't remember if he did his own laundry i know he did his own laundry in, in college but i can't remember the exact like hey i'm gonna do all the laundry conversation but it ended up i know that it ended that way that i was like you know what i actually don't mind doing laundry I just put on a movie and I go to town, right? So I never, I've never minded doing the laundry. I, um, I've have actually since I am looking to do a laundry service, but no, neither here nor there. <laughs> At the time, I was like, I'll do the laundry, and he couldn't put his laundry in the laundry basket, and I was like, I'm doing the laundry. The least you could do is just put it in the laundry basket, so I don't have to go all around town picking it all up, right? So that was a expectation, right? And the rule was, hey, if you want me, and I know it sounds like, oh, we have rules. You do, whether you call it something else, if that board bothers you. But the rule was, hey, I'm going to do the laundry. All you have to do is put it in the hamper, right? And literally, if it was not in the hamper, I was not washing it. Like that was my like cutoff, right? So, and he knew that. And so there wasn't like a, like, oh, you didn't wash this? I was like, did you put it in the hamper? It was a very easy conversation, so it didn't lead to an argument, right? So, what for this number one that I'm saying, like, I won't. It's it's hard to let this blow over. It's hard. I mean, it's it's easy to let this blow over. Sorry, it's it's very hard to sit there and almost admit that you have these things. And and what you when you sit down with your significant other and figure these out because they don't have a rule book, right? When you get with somebody, you're not literally handing over the manual on like, hey, this is how to deal with me. That you're not doing that. Unfortunately, it would be cool if we could just print it all out and be like, hey, you read this. Give me mine. I mean, you give me yours. I'll read it. Take notes on it. You take notes. We'll come back together. We'll be good. So easy, right? <laughs> but unfortunately, it doesn't happen like that. So you have to have these conversations. You have to have these conversations and sit down and say, hey, this is the, the easiest thing. And I go through this way deeper in my course. But basically... And how to do this, you want, and, and I say that because it's like literally we, there's like a week of, of, of videos and exercises and stuff. And I can't do that on a 30 minute podcast. So, so, but you, the gist is you bring this to your significant other, right? Like, and bring it in a way that's going to help them be receptive. You, instead of like, I listened to this podcast and this lady told me she's been with her husband 23 years. They know, she knows what she's talking about. We need to do this. They're going to be like, get on my face. <laughs> For the most part, they can be like, what the hell are you talking about? Right? Just be like, hey, you know what? I heard this thing and I really would love us to try it. I'm still learning it. And we're going to learn. I would love if you can be, if you could learn it with me. Um, there's probably going to be bumps and, you know, I, you know, there's, there's going to be a little bit of like learning together. Um, and just kind of ironing this out. But would you be open to that? Right. And then just go to like date night or go to lunch or make it like light and fun. Right. Cause it could get a little, it could get a little heavy. And that's where number two comes in, but we're not there yet. So when you do that, just say, Hey, explain what you learned. Right. And just say, Hey, like you brought some stuff. I brought some stuff. Uh, you may have expectations of me. I have expectations of you. I, I know we may know what most of those are, but there may be little nuances that we don't know. Let's just get on the same page because I would like to help you show up. I would like to show up for you in the best I can. And I would love if you can show up to with to me in the best you can and just explain it like that and 
they will most likely be receptive, right? Okay, so that's number two. And then when you, I mean, number one. So when you do that, know that the, the, try not to have judgment around what they say, right? Like if you're like, well, if you're a significant other, if your husband, and I say husband because most of the people that listen to my podcast are females. Um, so just say, if your husband's like, you know what? I, it really bothers me a little bit that, um, when we first got together, that you, you know, you cooked for me every day. And now I feel like it's very sporadic. Like you only cook once in a while. And let me tell you, if you are a busy mom who maybe has a job, maybe doesn't, doesn't matter. But if you're busy and you're like, is this your, your, your first thought? I could tell you right now, cause I coach a lot of women. You're going to be like, this bitch. <laughs> Did he just tell me that he wants me to make him a meal when I've been doing everything all day? Maybe he should be making me a meal. Okay, that's that's may go through your head. And it may be for something else, right? But you may hear something. But here's what I implore you to do instead. Uh, instead of thinking it like that, think, all right, um, just just start asking questions, right? Like if he says meal, you're like, oh, okay. Um, and you can say, oh, I don't know if you realize, but uh, it's because I've been doing the la la and la la la. And uh, would it be okay if two nights a week you pick up dinner and then I do this? Three, like come to a compromise that works for both of you, right? There's no right or wrong in this situation, okay? There's what works for you two together, right? And here's the kicker with this. A lot of times people um, get influenced by what their friends and their husbands or wives are doing. And that's a recipe for a big trouble because they're in their relationship, you're in your relationship. So what works for them may not work for you. And one of the worst things you can hear on either side, like think about how it feels if your husband came to you and was like, well, so-and-so's wife does that. I don't know why you can't do that. Or if you told your husband, hey, so-and-so's husband does that. I don't know why you can't be like him. Like that's just like a dagger to the heart, right? And it's just, it doesn't work like that because you guys are different. Everybody's different people. So you have to figure out what works for you too. All right, number two is do you know how to argue with your significant other? And of course, you're going to be like, yeah, well, damn straight. I know how to argue. I tear that mofo down, <laughs> right? So, but what I mean is, do you guys have like rules of engagement for when you argue, right? Of course, every couple that has been together a long time, things are going to come up, small baby arguments, big blowouts, and everything in between. And it's important to know what you probably already know this, but to know what your significant other's trigger points are so that you don't hit them, right? When you are the closest to somebody, as most of us are to our significant others, you know what buttons to push. And when they're pissing you off, it's really easy to want to push those buttons so that they can be pissed off. But then what happens? You're just pushing each other's buttons and you're not actually getting to what you both want is resolution so that you can just keep going back to just being all lovey-dovey and loving each other, right? So the biggest thing with arguing is that a lot of times people will say you versus me, and it's so important to think of it, you and me versus the issue, the, the problem, or whatever that you guys are facing, okay? When you think of it like that, and you come at it from that perspective, you can go at it a much, you can go at each other in a way that is conducive to getting to that problem instead of feeling like one of us has to win, one of us has to lose. Because in that situation, you both lose, right? It doesn't matter if you always win an argument. Eventually, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass and you're going to be like, well, well, 
why doesn't my significant other want to communicate with me? Why don't they want to do whatever? And they may say like, you know what, because there's no point in talking to you. You're just always about winning. And I have just given up and I'm just like, whatever, whatever they want, whatever it, it can stop them from pushing my buttons. I'm good. And then eventually it becomes, I'm done. So you don't want it to get to that point. So a big thing with that is figuring out what those trigger points are, figuring out and having the conversation on obviously when you're not already at a high end point, <laughs> but, but figuring out like, okay, we've, if most people have argued before and you can be like, all right, when, when we argue, what is something that I do that pisses you off that you just want to like, just storm out or whatever. And they're going to tell you a lot. And then you, same thing. You got to ask them, um, you got you ask them first and then say, okay, um, these are the things that you may, you may do that really trigger whatever. And ha- like I said, have this conversation when you're not already heated and have it from a place of, Hey, I want to learn to get to resolution with you faster, more efficiently. Um, this is not about me accusing you of anything. This is not about you accusing me of anything. It's just really getting to know each other and how we work better so that we can get closer, right? When again, it's the same thing with the rules and expectations. If you approach it in a way that is open-minded and you're not accusing the person or you're not judging and you're not uh, making them do something that they don't know. Cause remember, they, they may not have listened to this, right? They may not have listened to this podcast. They may not be in a space of wanting to fix it because they, in their head, nothing's wrong with it. That's just how you guys argue. And eventually you get back to normal and you're, you may be thinking, well, you know what? I would like to do it a little efficient, efficiently because when we do argue, we don't talk for a week and maybe I only want to talk to for one day, <laughs> right? Um, so one thing, another thing that my husband and I do. And this may seem silly, but I'll explain why it works for us is that when we are like big, like obviously smaller arguments, we can just knock those out. But uh, when we're in like a bigger argument and we're both so busy and sometimes that just like pops up out of nowhere and it's it feels like like you may like I may have a meeting, he may have a meeting, we both may have a meeting, but you we clearly need to continue discussing whatever just popped up. What we do is schedule a time to argue <laughs> I know that may sound banana pants, but hear me out. So let's say, okay, we're we obviously we're business partners, so we may be at our gym, and let's say we are talking, and then you know sometimes it goes from like zero to sixty so fast, and you're like, well, how did we get here? So and then I may have to go, I may have to have an argument. I mean, an argument. I may have to go to a meeting, but I I don't want to go into that meeting with this like cloud over my head on like we just we still have this thing so we literally have both decided okay when that happens on either end and we either don't have time or like we know like we're not going to be present because we're trying to force uh an argument that needs to be a little bit longer so that we both can be heard into let let's say just time wise obviously we don't know how long an argument going to be but let's say you're like you need, you know, this is going to be a deeper thing. So you need like 30 minutes, but you only have five, 10 minutes. So you both, you feel rushed. You feel like one person may not be present or both of you not be present because your mind is somewhere else. That's why we schedule it, right? So that I know, okay, at this time we are going to sit down and that's going to be both of ours focus. That is going to be the focus. And then again, we already have those rules and expectations set from number one. We already have how to argue set from, from the one I'm talking about now. So we, we, go in there more prepared 
to do this. And so it doesn't mean that we don't fight. It just means that we are open to listening to other, each other, open to you and me versus whatever we're arguing about. And when we do it that way, we get to the problem and we get to the solution and we get, we get to the root of the problem faster and we get to the solution faster. So that is what I recommend for arguing. And of course, like anything else, this is not going to be perfect. You're going to have bumps and bruises and people are going to be like, well, that was my rule. Remember we said that? And the person's going to forget. So just give yourself grace on, you know, this is a new thing. And over time, and I, and I say this with a lot of experience, over time, it gets easier and easier and easier. Like 23 years in, it's, it's a lot easier for my husband and I to argue and we get over things a lot faster because we kind of have it like boom, 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 boom. Okay. So number three is goals. So this one is going to be a lot easier. (laughs) So this is a lot easier to work on. So this one is about getting on the same page on what you guys are doing together. So a few months ago, and my husband and I do this, we actually need to do this <laughs> this quarter. We haven't done it again, but we sit down for the year, right? Before the year starts, we sit down and we, we I, I made a post about this that we, I sat down, wrote down my goals. He set, wrote down his goals and then we came together and we discussed those goals. I read in mine. He read, he, he read me his. We talked about which ones overlapped. We talked about what that meant in terms of time um, and energy from both of us, how we can help each other, what we can put in place, like all those things. What, what this does for your relationship is that you get on the same page because it is so easy to become two ships in the night, just kind of going, going forward and not talking and not communicating and not doing anything. You see the other person, you're like, oh, okay, they're going forward and I'm going forward and we're just, but we're not really going forward together. I think that is going to really, really help you do that together as a couple. And it may also be very eye-opening in terms of what your partner wants and vice versa. You know, like, um, I'm not gonna, I don't think I've shared this, so I'm not going to share it because it's not my, it's not, it's something my husband and I have talked about, but one of his goals was shock. Like I was kind of taken back and had I not, had we not done this, uh, this exercise, I wouldn't have known that. So now that we obviously talked about it and we got on the same page. So now we're, this is a goal that both of us have and we're like going forward with that. But had I not known that, had he not, had we not done that meeting, I wouldn't have known that, you know? And same thing for like me, like my husband, um, may not, like we both know where we're working on. Like, I'm not saying it like that. Like, obviously we talk a ton, but we may not know what that person's like focus is for that quarter, for that year, for that, even that month. You may not know until you sit down and you truly discuss it. You know, and if you are a stay at home mom or guys, if you're listening to this and you have a stay at home wife, do not discount any somebody having goals. They may have goals 100%. And you know what? I don't even want to say may. They have goals. They're, they're, they're an adult. They're going to have their person that wants to grow in whatever way that means for them. Right. So don't discount or even if they're not in that, you're not in that like stay at home situation and doesn't, it could be a stay at home dad even. So it just, don't discount that you know the, what the person is doing because my husband and I talk a lot. Like literally every day, all day. Like that's one of the things that we love 
like are both of us together. We just love talking. So trust me, we talk about a lot of things and we still were a little like, oh, I didn't realize that you were going for that this year or that was what you were doing. Or I didn't realize that we weren't interested in that. Like things still come up. So it's still important to have those conversations. And then we meet once a month and then to kind of see where it's at. And then once a quarter, we do a bigger one on like resetting it and seeing where if we're both on track and all that and how we can help each other. But what this does is that when you know what somebody else is going for, right? Let's say you, uh, you're, you have this big project, um, for your business that you really want to roll out. And of course, your husband knows that your your business is growing and that you're adding things. But this is like a mamma jamma of a project. Like it's just like big. When and you discuss that in that meeting, your husband's gonna and you may need to you when you're talking about this, you're gonna be like, you know what, this is gonna require like long nights or travel or whatever. I don't know. And maybe you are somebody. Maybe you love to cook, and you're like, you know what, while I'm doing this. While I'm working towards this, I could already see that I'm probably not going to be able to cook every night. So while that's while this is going on, uh, can we, you know, maybe we we order in twice or you you figure something out. And that that's what I'm saying. Like what happens is a lot of times we're like, I'm going for that goal. And you're like, well, of course I didn't cook dinner. How could you not think I was going to cook dinner? I was I was freaking busy all day on this big thing I was working on. And it just like blows your mind that this person doesn't think. But they're not thinking. They're thinking of their shit that they got in their plate. And regardless, I know that's just your, your significant other. But as humans, we're just designed to like be like what what's in front of us and what's going on in our lives regardless of how much you this is how much you love that person it has nothing to do with caring or loving it's just you know i know when i'm in the flow or something i could completely forget that my husband's doing something <laughs> and same vice versa we're like oh shit it doesn't mean that we're not caring about that person or we're not super interested or excited or wanting to help them it's just Sometimes you just get in the focus of it and it's easy to not pay attention. So that's why having these things in place ensure that you're there, that you're paying attention. So um, it's definitely like with any of these, with, with the goals, it's definitely something that can be super new to both of you uh, or just super new to your relationship. And it's going to be weird and a little awkward. And just like I said, for the rules and arguments, it's going to be like bumps and you're going to be like, like, I don't know, this is going to work. You iron it out, you get better. Remember, it's like anything else I've ever talked about on this podcast with, 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 with business or with uh, just mindset or health and wellness, like there, you're not perfect at it in the beginning. And it's just a constant work in progress. But that's how you grow and that's how you stay on the same page, right? Right. It's that's how after 23 years, my husband and I can literally sit and talk for hours. Like that's become our Sunday routine. We have this, um, we sit on our patio in our backyard. He smokes a cigar. I may get a glass of wine or a Topa Chico. And we just sit out there and we literally just talk about anything and everything for like hours and hours and hours. And and when people tell us like, oh, look what I said in the beginning, like hashtag power couple and relationship goals and all that stuff. And I'm like, it's just work. It's just putting putting in the time and their energy to continue growing together and making sure that we are kind of growing in the same direction. Right. And we're growing together and we're intertwining our lives together because it is very easy to 
be on your path and for them to be on that path and not come together. Or, and this goes in, there's obviously a million different ways, but somebody being on their path and the significant other is supporting them on their path and they almost get lost in the support of the other person. Uh, so just making sure that we're kind of going back and forth because that, that, that happens, right? There's seasons that you're giving your, your support so that that person could go forward and then maybe it needs to switch and you just, but we don't know. You don't know. I don't know what that looks like for your relationship. Like, when, uh, when we first moved to Texas, and I know that you guys know, most of you guys know the story, I was supposed to <laughs> be the, the financial support, um, for my husband while he figured out his career, uh, just as he was becoming a trainer and getting that up to speed. And I knew he would, but and, I mean, we know this, this is, uh, like, we know what actually happened. I got miserable in it and ended up quitting. So we both, <laughs> just broke as a joke but but we had had a conversation on like okay you're gonna be the financial support right now and then I'm gonna get it going and then we're gonna switch and but it's it definitely happens like when um when I was going through fixing my skin issue and when my my immune system like I literally physically and mentally could not and would like literally from the doctor was not supposed to work a lot so my husband picked up a lot of slack and he supported me and my focus was getting my health together right like I was singular focused on this is what I have to eat this is what I have to do these are all the things I need to do and so that was my focus and we we had to come together and he had to take a ton of things off my plate he had to do a ton of things that I normally have done have done for years and but it was just for a season right so so he was supporting me in that way. Uh, so there's many different instances throughout our 23 years together that the the support has gone both uh, both ways, um, or it, it's we're supporting each other as we're both just kind of like running towards a goal, or one of us is like, hey, I'm going to be your support while you go for that, um, or it's like, okay, we both need to take a break. Like it just it changes, but you don't know those things unless you're having conversations around them, um, and I it's super common for people to just assume like, oh, I've been with this person so long, they should just know. They don't know. I promise you it's that if you can take one thing from this podcast is please do not assume that the person that loves you with all their hearts and cares for you so much knows every little thing that is going on in your head and every feeling because they are a different person. doesn't matter how well they know you. They do... Well, they don't and will never understand every single little nuance and feeling and emotion that is going through your head as well as you do. So if you take the time to help them understand what those are and express them, your relationship is going to blossom and it's going to bloom and it's going to just grow over time and it's going to get to the point where you can literally, and you may be already doing this, but Ray and I can have full conversations. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Like twin thing. Like we can, I can look at him like we're in a meeting or if we're like out somewhere and he knows what I mean. Like, and, and it's crazy how on point we've gotten that, but that is because we have spent so much time talking and saying this and expressing this feeling and expressing this emotion and saying this and blah, 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 and getting so that when something's happening, whether it's good, bad or anything, like it doesn't always have to be a bad thing, but we could be in a situation where we can't exactly talk and I could just look and he can look at me and we both, we know, right? Um, 
So it just like anything, it takes time. So I think that's it. I went, I'm try, trying to keep these under 30 minutes, but man, it's hard. I just be talking. Okay. So that's it for today. If you have any, oh, well, let me recap them. So number one is setting your rules and expectations. We bring a lot of baggage, um, good baggage. You know, I mean, you love, you know me, I love me some baggage for like packing, you know, on a like luggage on a plane. I don't, so I don't mean baggage is a bad thing. Baggage just means what you're bringing what you're bringing to it. So figuring out what you're bringing to it and seeing if you're on the same page. And remember those change as you grow and as you get older and as kids come into play and businesses and careers and hobbies and all that, those change. So making sure we're we're continually having those conversations on your rules and expectations. Number two, on making sure you are on the same page on how you both would like to come to an argument, what that means, uh, what what your trigger points are, what their trigger points are, like what the rules of engagement are, right? Um, so that you can get to a resolution instead of just kind of piling on these arguments that you, maybe they get resolved. Maybe you don't feel like one person feels they're not resolved, but it's, yeah, it just gets to be, gets to be a mess. So making sure that you are both coming to a good place with those. Okay. And number three is goals, right? Like, do you know what your other, what your partner wants? Do you know what their, what, what their motivation is this month, this week, this, this year, this quarter, right? Like, are you on the same page do you, and figuring out what you can do to support one another? Um, whether that's just kind of letting them be, letting them give them the time and space or whether that's actual financial support, whether that's emotional support, whatever that may be. But it, there's so many variations of that that I can't even say. You know, just getting to a place where you're having these conversations is going to take your relationship from uh, bad to okay to okay to good to from okay. I mean, it's from good to great and great to extraordinary. So just keep working on it. Um, just know that this is not something that is an overnight fix at all. <laughs> if I had that power, if I had those things that I could give you, I would, but I wish I could, but you guys know at this point that it's not about, um, a quick fix. It's about like putting those little things in place each and every day and just getting better uh, 1% every day. So if you have any questions or if you need any help, or if you have any comments, I would love to hear them. And I would love if you can take a screenshot and post this on your stories, on your social media and tag me and let me know what you thought of this episode. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.